Bismillahirrahmanirrahim wa bihi nasta'in wa sallallahumma wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa baraka wa sallam wa sallama tasliman kathira amma ba'd hamd we've completed verse number 3 of suratul baqarah and up until this verse Allah azza wa jalla spoke to us about the sifat the attributes of the muttaqun that there are those who believe in the unseen and they establish the prayer and they spend of that which we have provided them with. In verse number 4, Allah Azawajal mentions to us another attribute of the muttaqun. And he says, يُؤْمِنُونَ أُولَٰئِكَ عَلَىٰ هُدَمِّ رَبِّهِمْ وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ Allah Azza wa Jalla opens up verse 4 and he mentions to us from amongst the characteristics of the muttaqun there are those whom believe bima in what was revealed before you or they believe in that which was revealed to you O Muhammad وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِمَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكَ they believe in that which was revealed to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Shaykh Abdul Rahman, he mentions a beautiful point here which never ever occurred to me before. And this shows you the true status of the scholars of, the, of this ummah. And how they extrapolate meanings from verses which us as the lay people would never have been able to extrapolate. So he mentions over here, They are those who believe in that which was revealed to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is the Quran and the Sunnah. That, what, that which was revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it is both the Quran and the Sunnah. And both yani these sources is considered to be wahi, revelation. And the proof he cites is from Another verse where Allah Azawajal mentions وَأَنزَرَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ That Allah Azawajal, He has revealed to you, O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Al-Kitab, the book, and this is the Qur'an وَالْحِكْمَةِ And according to majority of the Mufassirin, they've explained the Hikmah here to mean the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam So this verse, implicitly it also establishes that the sunnah is revelation. So the muttaqun are those who believe in everything which the Prophet ﷺ came with and they do not differentiate and distinguish between yani, the Qur'an and the sunnah. Nor do they only believe in some of the book and reject other parts of it. And this rejection can take many forms. One such form is ta'wil, falsely, falsely interpreting the verses away from its apparent meanings. Verses which some people would say is metaphors, it is yani majaz, it is metaphoric in meaning. Taking it away from its literal meaning would be a form of reinterpreting the text and in essence this is tantamount to rejecting the text because this is not what Allah and his messenger meant by their words 
So the goal of the rule with regards to the Quran and the Sunnah is that we take the meanings contained in the Quran and the Sunnah according its apparent meaning. And we only divert from the apparent meaning if there is a proof to prove this. Otherwise, the golden rule is the text remains upon its apparent meaning. Allah then said, وَمَا أُنزِلَ مِنْ قَبْلِكَ And they believe in that which was revealed before you, O Muhammad And this is a proof for the rukun of Al-Iman, the pillar of Al-Iman, Al-Imanu Bil-Kutub. To believe in all the books which was revealed, yani, including the Qur'an. All the books which came before the Qur'an, we believe in it. Such as the Torah, such as the Injil, such as the Zabur, and such as the Suhuf of Ibrahim and Musa. The Torah, the well-known book, the Injil, namely the Bible, the Zabur, yani the Psalms of Dawud, and the Suhuf of Ibrahim and Musa. And we believe in all previous books which was revealed to the Prophets at various times. And we believe in these books whilst they were in their pristine form. That we need to believe that Allah revealed yani, these books at certain times to certain prophets. And we believe in it in its pure form. As for the books which is in circulation today such as the Torah and the Injil and the Suhuf and the yani, Zabur, the Psalms of Dawood, we believe that it has been adulterated it has been extorted it has been changed so the books which are in circulation today which many people claim to be followers of these books have been changed by way of the adherence to that particular religion and this belief it is a specific characteristic of the believers for only the believers believe in all the yani, revealed books, all the divinely revealed books, only the believers believe in it. Just like they also believe in all the messengers and they do not distinguish amongst any one of them. So we'll have the Jews who accept all the prophets up until Nabi Musa. Because they only accept the prophets to come from the lineage of Bani Israel. And then they reject Nabi Isa. The followers and the adherents to Christianity accept all prophets from Adam up until Isa and they reject Muhammad As for Al-Islam, we accept all prophets from the time of Adam up until the final messenger Muhammad And this point, it usually stands out for many people who are in search of the truth. That when they actually come to the religion of Islam, they come to the religion of Islam because Islam accepted all prophets and made no distinction amongst them. And this shows you the justice of Al-Islam. And, yani, the logical sense of Al-Islam. Allah Azza wa Jalla says, وَبِالْآخِرَةِ هُمْ يُقِنُونَ وَبِالْآخِرَةِ هُمْ يُقِنُونَ And in the year after, they have conviction. They believe with regards to the year after, reaches the level of conviction. وَالْآخِرَةُ And the word akhirah, it is a term given to that which occurs after death. So akhirah is not just the day of Qiyamah. 
Akhirah also relates to each and every single matter we've been informed about, which occurs after death, such as the soul ascending and the angels praising, yani, the righteous soul, and the evil soul which ascends, and the angels, they curse the soul. And then the soul returns to the grave, and the questioning of the grave, and so on and so forth. Each and every single matter which we've been informed about, which occurs after death, we affirm it and we believe it. And Allah Azza wa Jalla has specifically mentioned the Akhirah of the general belief, as Allah mentioned, the traits of the Muttaqun, Alladina Yu'minuna bil Ghaib, are those who believe in the unseen. And yet Allah specifically mentions belief. In the last day, since belief in the last day is one of the pillars of Al-Iman. Right, one of the pillars of Al-Iman. And since belief in the last day is the greatest motive towards righteous deeds and abstaining from evil deeds. Since a person who believes in accountability, this person will be more conscious of their deeds. They'll be more conscious of their statements. They'll be more conscious of their actions. And they'll be more conscious of the state of their hearts. And so for this reason, Allah Azza wa Jal has specifically mentioned, وَبِلْ أَخِرَةِ هُمْ يُقِنُونَ وَبِلْ أَخِرَةِ هُمْ يُقِنُونَ They've reached the level of yaqeen, certainty, with regard to this matter. Allah Azza wa Jal mentions in verse number 5. Allah Azza wa praising these individuals, he says that though these individuals, they are upon a guidance from the Lord. Yani, ula'ika, those who have been described with these praiseworthy characteristics, that they believe in the unseen, they establish a salah, they spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they believe in the books which was revealed, to you, O Muhammad and to in the books which is revealed before you, and in the year after, they have conviction. Allah says with regards to these individuals, those who has been described with these praiseworthy characteristics, they are upon a guidance from the Rabb Subhanahu Wa Taala. Yani, they have acquired a great or the greatest form of guidance. And which guidance can be greater than these yani, attributes which is mentioned, which is inclusive of the correct creed and upright and firm actions? Which form of guidance can be better than this? Guidance that guides your aqidah. Guidance that guides your actions. What form of guidance can be greater than this? And Sheikh Abdul Rahman, he mentions a very, very beautiful point on the eloquence of this verse. Subhanallah. He says, Allah mentions, These individuals, they are upon guidance from the Lord. And where Allah Azza wa Jal mentions guidance, He mentions it in an elevated and praiseworthy sense. Because He uses the word, Allah. And Allah means 
to be above. Ala means to be elevated and to be above. So they are upon a guidance from the Lord. And this guidance, yani, it elevates the one who follows it. Because guidance is lofty. Taib. And in other places, where Allah Azza wa Jal mentioned misguidance, talala, Allah Azza wa Jal, He used the word fi. And fi can mean to be beneath. Fi can mean to be beneath or inside. In this context here, beneath. To show us that misguidance is below guidance. And there's a verse where Allah Azza wa Jal gathered between yani both ala for huda and fi for dalal. Allah said, Wa inna wa iyakum la ala hudan aw fi dalalim mubin. Allah says, It is either we, right, or you are upon a guidance. La ala hudan, you are upon a guidance. Aw fi dalalim mubin. Or you are in a clear manifest error and form of misguidance. So not ya Allah Azza wa Jal used Allah for guidance and he used fi for misguidance to show us that guidance is elevated and those who follow the guidance are elevated and to show us that misguidance it is debased and it is low. So Allah Azza wa Jal uses fi. Allah Azza wa Jal then says that those individuals who possess these praiseworthy characteristics and traits, they are the muflihun. They are the successful ones. They are the truly successful ones. And al-falah, success, the meaning of success is, it is acquiring what you set out to achieve. Acquiring what you set out to achieve. So the muttaqoon are in search of guidance and they attain this guidance by way of adhering to the book and the sunnah of the Prophet Guidance also means to attain salvation from that which is feared. To attain salvation from that which is feared. And so the muttaqoon by the will of Allah and His mercy they are also protected from misguidance. And misguidance leads to the Alfayah, so they are protected from this. May Allah Azza wa Jal make us from amongst him. Amin, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And Allah Azza wa Jal, He has, Yani made hasr, He has limited falah, success, to these individuals, since there is no pathway, an avenue, to achieve success, except by traversing the pathway of the muttaqun. And whichever path, Yani opposes their path, then this is a pathway of despair and destruction and loss. And it leads the person who takes this path to the fire of Jahannam. And so for this reason, when Allah Azza wa Jal mentioned to us the attributes of the Mu'mineen, Haqqan, in true, He then mentioned to us in the verses which follows the reality of those who disbelieve in Allah Azza wa Jal and their traits. And in the next few verses, inshallah, we'll be looking at the opposite of the people of taqwa. The opposite of the characteristics of the people of taqwa. We'll be looking at the characteristics of the kuffar and the munafiqeen. We ask that Allah Azza wa Jal makes us from amongst the muttaqeen. Then he makes us from amongst those 
who believe in him sincerely and follow up this belief with righteous deeds. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Naktafi bihada. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha ila anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.